This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Senator, I think I answered the question. I believe schools should offer the opportunity for students to engage in extracurricular activities, even if they're transgender. I think that's their right. right. A lot of us think that that's bizarre, you know, not very fair. You know, I come from a family that has a lot of girls who have been, have competed in college athletics, have been state champions, and frankly, you know, some boy that's six foot two competing against my five foot four niece doesn't sound very fair. I think most people in the country think it's bizarre. You know, it's just <laughs> completely bizarre and unfair that people, and you're gonna run the Department of Education, you've got no problem with it. Um, that concerns me. And I, I think it's this kind of thing is gonna lead to really just the vast majority of America just wondering who are these people that think it's okay? From what planet are you from? I mean, to think it's okay that boys would compete with girls in a track meet, that that somehow would be fair. Um, I wonder where feminists are on this. I wonder where the people who supported women's sports are on this. I mean, we all gonna be okay with hulking six foot four guys, you know, wrestling against girls, to, you know, it just makes no sense whatsoever. And so I think the fact that you seem to be afraid to answer the question or you basically do answer the question by saying it's okay without saying it's okay, really is a statement to a real problem we have and a disconnect between what middle America and what most Americans actually believe. I even think most Democrats don't believe girls should run in the, in the boys track meet. Uh, you know, boys should run in the girls track meet. So I'm disappointed in the answer and uh, I just can't imagine that we're gonna have a policy like that nationally. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Senator Rand Paul and he was talking with Biden's education secretary nominee and he were talking about transgender athletes in particular. Now, for those of you who are not aware, the uh, the education uh, the education secretary nominee, okay, who's likely to become Dr. Miguel Cardona, uh, he is all in favor of biological male students competing against females. Uh, he's made this crystal clear on multiple occasions. Obviously, he's going through the confirmation process and he's doing what he can to kind of answer it while also hiding behind the law of it, and that's. When you listen to the entire clip, which is about three minutes and four seconds, I only played you about a minute and 40 of it. When you listen to the entire clip, Senator Paul is asking him, do you support that? And he goes, well, it's my job to enforce the law and that sort of thing. But he kept asking, no, but do you support it? And he wouldn't really answer it, um, but he did. He did kind of say, you know, the law requires that I do this. And I think that we should, you know, abide by the law and that sort of thing. Uh, but if you go back before all of that, previous statements from Dr. Cardona. He has made it very clear that he supports this. Now, here's the thing. We've gone over the muscle density issue. Uh, We've gone over the performance issue when you're starting to take the hormones. We've done that many times on the show. There's a lot of research on this. And just to give you the basic summary of all of this, when you are a, a male, teenager or older, and you start taking the hormone therapy to begin the process of your transition to female, uh, you do not lose your strength. It it doesn't go anywhere. 
there is a a mythology about this that is you know once you start going on hormone therapy you basically just become a girl and you lose all of the advantages that you had as a male that is not true your bone density doesn't decrease your muscle density minimal decline so you still retain all of those physical advantages over girls that most boys maintain that doesn't go away and it doesn't go away even post-operation but it certainly doesn't go away when you're just starting the process of going through that own therapy then we go back to puberty blockers and with puberty blockers what ends up happening is your bone density disappears you don't have any bone density you basically become glass like the, the comic book character the movie you basically become like glass and everything is your bone density is extremely weak and we went over that that data as well which actually just came out about a month or two ago so this is again this is a, a bit of a problem we started to see a lot of feminist groups even look at this and say hey we're starting to run into a real issue here where girls are basically being canceled and i here's the thing I've already told you this many times before. I think anybody who's listened to my show for any length of time understands. I grew up in Las Vegas, okay? Transgenders are a normal part of life in Las Vegas. They always have been throughout my upbringing. They're around, you know, and uh, those who aren't actually transgender but cross-dress, they're a big part of entertainment in Las Vegas. So I've known many people in this category my entire life. I've never had any issues with them. Uh, many of them I've called friends. It's just, you know, for me, it's normal. For a lot of other people, most of you around the Midwest, it's not going to be normal. I get that. Uh, but this is dramatically different than telling somebody, hey, you can live your life the way that you want to live your life. Just don't impede upon somebody else because they're impeding upon somebody else. And we've highlighted this many times. Some of these girls have actually filed lawsuits and they're doing their best to be able to get their spots in some of these athletic tournaments and things like that back because most girls in spite of what hollywood tells you folks and i'm not going to be anti-female or anything else but there is a very real problem with hollywood making it seem like your average woman out there can compete with men physically that's not true the best female athletes can beat a lot of men the best female athletes generally speaking will not beat the best male they won't beat their best counterpart. I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm not saying that to be a chauvinist. That is an absolute biological scientific fact. It's been researched. It's been studied to the hilt. It just is how it is. And I have, I have served uh, with a lot of tough women in the military, and they still couldn't do some of the jobs that the men were required to do. Uh, and again, there's this notion that has been perpetuated that, yeah, women can do all the same things in the military that men can do. They can't. There's a few women in the entire country who can but by and large as a body most of those women can't do those things now there's other ways and israel has been a great example there's other ways of getting women into those roles where they don't have to do some of the things that would be of the more demanding that men can do that women biologically are not programmed to do there's other ways to get them into the same spot into the same fight at the same time know what i mean uh, but then you start looking at ath athletics and things of that nature. The reality is, when you compare apples to apples, men are just bigger, stronger, faster. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't women who aren't bigger, stronger, faster than, than their counterparts. It's just that as a total body, by and large, the advantage goes heavily towards the boys. 
And then with other things, the advantage goes heavily towards the girls, just depending on what it is. But when we're talking about running and kicking and hitting and all of that stuff and wrestling, all of those things benefit boys in a competitive environment. Does that mean that there isn't a female wrestler out there that can beat boys? Of course not. I've trained with many women in mixed martial arts who are extremely tough and will beat a lot of guys in the gym. But they're not going to be able to beat most of the guys in the gym. But they can beat a lot of them. They can't beat most of them. And that's where you start running into real issues. Hollywood, I think, and and by and large, I think this, um, this feminist empowerment movement has made some people believe that that is possible. You know, it kind of really got going. G.I. Jane was this movie. Woman was a Navy SEAL and that sort of thing. And she struggled and struggled. And finally, she, you know, she uh, she goes ahead and she completes it. Now, can women complete that training? Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just very few of them. But it's possible. It's absolutely possible. You know, uh, we had the Ranger School situation. Ranger School actually adjusted their standards so the women could graduate. Ranger School is one of the toughest schools out there. There's a lot of people come from uh, other tier one branches, or I should say tier one units who fail Ranger School. You know, they adjusted the standards to let them through. Uh, we, we've seen this multiple times. And again, this isn't designed to be one of those things where we're talking that, okay, women are not as good as men. That's not true. But they have different things that are inherently advantageous to them and boys, men, same thing. And we're talking about this situation here where Dr. Medell Cardona is sitting there saying, yeah, I think that I think that a high school biological boy who, even if he's on hormone therapy, has not had significant reductions in bone density or strength, should still be able to compete with a biological girl. While that same biological girl is not allowed to take supplements or, uh, for example, steroids, in order to give herself a competitive advantage to get more to where the transgender is at. Now, that's completely not fair. I've said this before in the Olympics. If you're going to allow a transgender athlete, biological male who is identifying as female, to compete against female athletes in the Olympics, you have to let everybody who competes against that person take steroids. You have to. Otherwise, you're going to automatically be giving them a biological advantage, even if they're on hormone therapy, according to all of the research. It's not my opinion now, according to all of the research. And Dr. Putin at this guy, he's saying, yeah, I think it's okay. Uh, he also thinks it's okay that, you know, uh, biological boys who still have boy parts share locker rooms and showers and things like that with biological girls, which is, again, I, I'm always perplexed that people don't phrase it in the way that <laughs> we're trying to phrase it on this show. Oh, yeah, they should use the same bathroom. Think of, in people's heads, oh, yeah, just go into a bathroom, go into a stall, whatever, nobody sees anything. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about showering together. And just because somebody identifies as a girl doesn't mean they're not sexually attracted to girls. And so you have a naked biological boy with boy parts naked showering in a locker room with biological girls whom they might be attracted to. We start running into some real issues with that. Uh, and we've seen that a lot of those girls are very, very uncomfortable in that situation, and they shouldn't be forced to be in that situation either. And this is something that always gets kind of left out of the equation, is not only are we allowing something to happen, which doesn't biologically make any sense, but you are stripping opportunities from these girls to compete. There's spots on teams 
they're competing in tournaments where they can't win. When they can't win in that tournament, they can't go on to the next round. They can't then get in front of college scouts. They may lose out on scholarship opportunities. Maybe, maybe that affects their entire development as an athlete going forward. And maybe, maybe they lose an opportunity to go pro at some point, or maybe get on the Olympic team or something of that nature, just because of the way these things develop. But then beyond that, we are obsessed in our society and I think rightfully so, but sometimes we take it a little bit too far, but rightfully so. In general, let's just go with this premise here. We are obsessed in our society that women should not in any way, shape, or form be exposed to men who might be attracted to them against their will, right? And yet we're telling our high school girls while simultaneously telling them, if a guy asks you out on a date and you say no, but he asks you, that's harassment and we need to fire this person uh, maybe look at restraining orders and that sort of thing. If a guy looks at you and he dresses you up and down real quick just because he thinks you look good that day or if you compliment your hair or your, your clothing or what have you or your figure, you know, that's all harassment. So while we're telling young girls this, we're also telling them, oh, by the way, um, that male anatomy gets to be naked in front of you and shower in front of you every single day and you have to deal with it. If you don't like it, you're a bigot. That's very confusing and hypocritical. So Miguel Cardona, we're going, I told you before, we're going to go right back to all of the old issues that we had under the, the Obama administration, because all of those people are now being swept right back into a Biden administration. And so here we are. And by the way, kudos to the feminist movement here for finally waking up on this stuff. They were asleep at the wheel for a long time because they were looking for allies in their movement. But all of a sudden they're realizing, wait, these are not pro-feminist policies. These aren't pro-women policies. They're actually erasing women. They're erasing girls as its own class. And they're basically saying that anybody gets to pretend to be one of us. Even if in their in their soul and their their body they do, somebody believes that I should have been a woman. I should have been born that way. And it's okay for you to believe that. But then forcing yourself to take away opportunities from biological girls while you're doing this out is not okay. And now we're going to go back to a situation where we have the government kind of enforcing these things, and which, again, strips girls of opportunities, and that's not okay. That's not fair. Uh, it's very anti-feminist, and it's very anti-woman to do this sort of a thing. But this Dr. Miguel Cardona, a guy, says that he's okay with biological males taking spots from biological girls in high school athletics. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Uh, about 3.30 or so, we're going to have James Dellingpole. He's going to be joining us from Breitbart News. He's going to tell you what the Great Reset is. And just a couple of weeks ago, everybody was telling you that that was a conspiracy theory. It's not real, but now they're openly talking about it. It's very real. And so we're going to have uh, James Dellingpole from Breitbart kind of explain what the Great Reset is and what it isn't. And that way you'll be informed about going forward on what the issue is all about when you hear about it. Because uh, it's not going in, away anytime soon. First, I got to tell you about Nutrition HQ. So uh, one of the, the things that I was on today, I took mentality today. Uh, mentality is something that I take when I'm a little foggy. But TB16 is a fantastic product also for men and women. But they, look, they have supplements for everybody. If you're just looking for vitamin D3, they got it. 
If you're just looking for a multivitamin for men, one formulated for women, they've got that too. If you just want a great tasting protein that doesn't get all clunky and, and disgusting and, and it fully dissolves and it has unique flavors that you can't find anywhere else, they've got those. If you're looking for healthy snacks, they have those. And then the Clean Eats meals. By the way, in the month of February, you can go to Nutrition HQ and register to win an entire month of Clean Eats for free. Just go to Nutrition HQ at 5804 Grape Road in Mishawaka. Register to win those Clean Eats meals. And again, they're less than the cost of a value meal. And we're talking about a healthy meal. They're ready to go. And they're absolutely fantastic. If nothing else, just pop in and grab one or two and check them out. You're going to be a, a regular customer of those going forward. Uh, TB16 is, is, again, a fantastic mood enhancer, but it's also got a thermogenic in there. It's got an appetite suppressant. It's just a fantastic product that gives you a little energy without the crash. Definitely check that out, too. And, of course, guys, you've got to take a look at Virilitat. helps your testosterone levels. And as you get older, that's something that's going to become extremely important for you men. Go to Nutrition HQ. Again, 5804 Grape Road. Mention me and you get 10% off. You just got to join the uh, the free rewards program, which helps track it. And by the way, you'll be in the system as one of my listeners, so you'll get that discount every time you go in. Again, Nutrition HQ, 5804, Grape Road. Let them know that I sent you. All right, so let's take a look at um, – well, I mean, look, I, I don't need to go much more into the education secretary. I mean, the guy is who he is. I, there just isn't much else to say about it. Um, he's, he's a crazy person. You know, there's a lot of people who are into this sort of a thing where they're just going to say, yeah, we don't really care if the boys are, are out there and, and uh, competing as, as girls. And again, I realize that you're identifying as, as a girl. You want to live your life that way. That is totally fine. Uh, but there is a biological fact that has to be acknowledged when you're dealing with that. And I've told you before, one of the more disturbing elements of this is when I start seeing it happen in fighting. And I watch biological women get the tar beat out of them and bones shattered and broken because they're fighting a biological man. And the biological man will tell you that, well, I'm taking hormone therapy, and that hormone therapy is making me just as strong as a woman. My bone density is just like a woman. The research says that is absolutely 100% not true. They still retain the vast majority of their strength and bone density, and they have that huge advantage when they are, are fighting against women. And obviously, when you're talking about track, it's, you know, you're not dealing with people getting physically hurt, but you're still dealing with a competitive disadvantage that, that has to be addressed and it's unfortunate that we have a lot of people who are willing to write young girls off that way instead of giving them an opportunity to compete. James Dellingpole from Breitbart News is going to be joining us here next. He's going to be talking about the Great Reset. What is it and should you be concerned? All of that coming up and more on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Over the past four and a half years or so, we have been told a lot of different things are conspiracy theories, only ultimately to find out that they weren't conspiracy theories, but they were, in fact, very, very real. One of those things, one of the latest examples of that is the Great Reset. Now, many of you may not have heard of the Great Reset yet. Maybe you don't know exactly what it is. Joining us right now is Breitbart London columnist James Dellingpole, whose articles you've heard a lot on this show. James, how are you, ma'am? I'm really good, and thank you very much, Casey, for having me on your show. 
You know, I, I can't count how many times I've used your articles on, on this program. Honestly, it comes up with regularity, um, and it, especially when it goes with uh, global warming or Attenborough and, and the way that he manipulates things in his documentaries. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's um, this great reset thing. It was just a few weeks ago, right? They were telling us, hey, this is a conspiracy theory again, which we've heard, again, so much over the past four or five years, only to find out that they're not conspiracies. They're very real. Can you explain to the audience what the Great Reset is? Is it real? Is it what people think it is? Just kind of explain it and break it down. Yeah, the Great Reset is most definitely real. People who talk about, about it as a conspiracy theory are missing a very key point. It's not a conspiracy when they're telling you what they're doing. Now, you've all heard, or most of you have heard, of, of the Davos Summit. Every year, the World Economic Forum holds this summit in, in, in Davos in Switzerland. I mean, obviously not this year, because everything's closed because of the coronavirus thing. But yeah, it was the one that President Trump flew to last year. Uh, it's been going since the, since the early 1970s. And it's sometimes called the place where billionaires go to lecture billion, uh, millionaires on how ordinary folks should live. And it's a kind of talking shop. All the, all the, the, the big... Um, big tech elite, all the, all the, all the billionaires, the, the George Soros's, people like that, they go there. And because this has been happening for so long, we, we haven't really been paying attention to what these guys are actually doing. Now, the guy who founded the, the Davos, Davos Summit, the, uh, the World Economic Forum, a guy by the name of Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab is this bald 80-something German who looks a bit like Blofeld out of the James Bond movies. I mean, all he needs is a, a, Persian, a white Persian cat on his lap to make him Dr. Evil. And this guy is a great believer in something called technocracy. Now, you probably haven't heard of technocracy, but I can tell you it is as dangerous in its way as communism, fascism, Marxism. It is another totalitarian ideology. And uh, I think it was in 2016, the World Economic Forum made the mistake of showing their hand. You, you can still find it, I think, on the internet. There's a video they made of this, this happy young person saying, it's the future, I don't own anything, I am really happy. And the, the, the implication was that in, in this golden new future that the, the World Economic Forum is promising us, we will not own any property. All our needs will be taken care of by... Like, well, who's going to take care of them? But uh, this is the plan, apparently. And our jobs are going to be decided for us. Um, we're not going to eat, eat meat anymore. We're not going to own property. It sounds pretty scary to me. In fact, what it sounds to me like, because that's what it is, is a return to the Middle Ages, where you had a kind of tiny elite, and then everyone else is just a sort of peasant or a serf, dependent on the, on the, on the goodwill of this tiny aristocratic elite. Well, in the future, according to this, the Great Reset, there will be an elite of, of technocrats, of experts, of sort of scientists who know what's good for us. We won't have to make any decisions, we little people. It'll all be taken care of us. Well, this, this raises the question, if, if you and I don't own property, who does own the property? Who are these guys? So who does get all the money when, when, when um, we've had all our property taken away from us? So I think we should be worried about these guys' plans, because 
for decades they've seemed like like a bunch of harmless harmless billionaires just hanging about in Switzerland for their annual shindig. But but this year I think their plan has got has come much closer to fruition. I think that well I mean they've actually been been completely upfront about it. Klaus Schwab, that, that sinister German, that Blofeld character I mentioned earlier, he wrote a book last year where he hailed COVID-19 as, as a way of advancing what he calls the fourth industrial revolution, that we had to get used to this thing he called the new normal. So the old normal, the things that you and I and all your listeners might have appreciated as our old way of life, apparently we've got to forget about that. We've just got to get used to this new world uh, along the lines of the Great, the great Reset. You know, and coronavirus is one of those things where they've really kind of seized on this opportunity. It's the old Rahm Emanuel, never let a good crisis go to waste. And for weeks we heard, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, right-wing nut jobs. And then the UN chief, Gutierrez, comes out and he basically says, yeah, we're totally doing this. This is a great opportunity to move into the Great Reset. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. So how how are they using the coronavirus and the pandemic to advance their agenda for the Great Reset? Well, it's, it, that's a very good question, and I think a lot of us have been asking in the last 12 months or so the question, why are they doing this? Because there's been lots of weird anomalies, I don't know whether you've noticed this, in the whole handling of the pandemic. For example, in, in my country, I have been, and I'm sure it's the same in the U.S., I've been looking at the data for the total number of deaths per year. Now, you would have thought that in a, in a serious pandemic, you know, like, like the Black Death or the Spanish flu, say, which is what, you know, what, what we're sort of, we're told by our governing elite is the situation. In a situation like that, you would get massively uh, more numbers of people dying, wouldn't you? People would be, probably be dropping dead in the, in the streets. You wouldn't need Dr. Fauci to tell you how important it was to wear a mask and to isolate, because, my goodness, you'd be hiding at home praying that no one went, went near you because you'd, you'd have so many people dying. Well, I've had a look at the data going back to 1942, and 2020, which, which should have been a cataclysmic year for deaths, was the 12th best year for for mortality i i you know the the the, the smallest number of people died uh the 12th 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 um best year for survival now that doesn't square with this terrible uh, unprecedented uh, evil respiratory infection that we've never encountered before that's killing everybody so you ask yourself well if if there is nothing particularly special about this coronavirus, if it's not, if it's no worse than a bad seasonal flu year, why are they pretending that it is? Why are they forcing us to close down our economies, to go around in mass, something which we've never ever done in history before? Even even during the Spanish flu of, of 1919, the American economy did not shut down. We did not have people banned from travelling or anything like that. So why are they doing this? Well. The Great Reset, part of, part of it, its, its evil master plan, is about the destruction of small businesses, 
the destruction of, of, of basically mom and pop and the high street, the, destruction, the killing of jobs. They want to crush our economy in order that they can make us dependent on big government. You've probably heard about universal basic income. Universal mm -hmm. basic income is part of the, the Great Reset Master Plan. And by the way, you mentioned the United Nations, which is also on board with this. I mean, these people, these organizations work in lockstep. We're talking about the globalist elite. So that goes from the United Nations to the European Union to organizations like the, the World Economic Forum. They've all got this master plan. The only thing that stands in its way is people like you and me. The, the sooner we wake up, the sooner we can resist. And then they cannot make it happen because we outnumber them. They are, they are few and we are many. But yeah, that's the plan. They want to destroy our economies deliberately, destroy our businesses, destroy our jobs, and make us dependent on them. Yeah, now they're pushing this uh, 24 a month for stay-at-home moms. And then let's not forget we got that real estate and mortgage crisis looming as soon as everything reopens and people are allowed to be evicted again. Uh, James Dolingpole yeah. again, Breitbart London columnist. Always a pleasure. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. Obviously, they can read your stuff at Breitbart.com, but you also have your own podcast. you got your own video channel on YouTube. Kind of promote that stuff, too. That is. I've got, uh, I've got a wonderful podcast, which I'm very proud of, called The Delling Pod, which is D-E-L-I-N-G-P-O-D, Delling Pod. You can also support me on Patreon and on Subscribestar. I've got a website called DellingPoleWorlds.com, which, which I think has most of my articles and most of my archived interviews. Um, so, yeah, DellingPod, D-E-L-I-N-G-P-O-D. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on, it's on Podbean. Uh, it's on it's on YouTube until they kick me off, presumably. Uh, it's on Rumble. You've got to spread <laughs> your wares these days in case, in case big tech tries to close you down. Yeah, we've been through that here on this show many times. Hey, James, thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you in the future. I hope I can come to Indiana one day. I've heard great things about it, and I like riding horses, and I gather you're quite good horse country. We would love to have you. Thank All you. All right, my man. Thank you. You take care. Again, Breitbart London calls James Dellingpole, and you hear a lot of his columns on this show. Uh, he's one of my favorite columns. Go check him out on Breitbart. And in the Daily Show prep today, I'll also link to his website where you can get to all of his social media, his podcast, and even his YouTube channel. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Valentine's Day is fast approaching. You owe it to your special someone to do something, well, special for them. So why don't you go to Impress Jewelry Creations, check out their amazing line of jewelry and gifts. They've got knives, they've got money clips, they've got pens, they've got bracelets and earrings and necklaces and bangles and everything else that you could possibly think of over there for men and women. And what's one of the things I really like about them is that they are a jewelry store that does have a nice, unique section that is devoted to men, not just rings and things like that, but... You know, just amazing stuff uh, where you've got the ability to do custom engraving, which they do in-house with some exotic leather belts. And you can have those buckles custom engraved or you can just pick up some amazing things that are right there from either the IJC line or some of the best dinners around. And the IJC line of jewelry, that in-house exclusive line of jewelry, nobody else has it. You can only get it at Impress Jewelry Creations, and these are unique pieces that you're not going to find anywhere else. No awkward moments. I know guys don't really care about this, but no awkward moments where you go to a party and somebody's got the exact same piece of jewelry as you. It'll be totally unique, just like you are. 
So go to impressjewelers.com. They have almost their entire showroom right there on the website. And you can right there online. And you can still get that in-person, that uh, one relationship with the staff over there at Impress Jewelry Creations. They help guide you through your purchase. Go check that out, impressjewelers.com. But if you want my honest recommendation, you need to go to their showroom. Go to impressjewelers.com. Address and everything is right there. When you see it in person, understand what I mean when I tell you that pictures do not do their products justice. And they've got amazing pictures. And they do a really good job of, of displaying their items online. But when you see it in person, it's just something that you couldn't have imagined. Go to impressjewelers.com. Get their address. Go see their showroom. Let them know that I sent you over there, please. All right. We've got a lot to discuss today, ladies and gentlemen. There's there's tons of things to discuss, including Jen Psaki having a really bad week. She's insulted Space Force, and now she's been caught using gay slurs. Talk about all of that stuff coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. If you want to watch the video stream program, you can go to dlive.tv slash Casey the Host. Of course, my website is theburningtruth.us, where you get the daily show prep, my podcast, and I aggregate some of the best news around. Go check that out, theburningtruth.us. More coming up on 95.3 MNC.